What do you guys think about that? Is there room for Guptal now that Williamson is out? And also, what's your Caps top three? Maximum, the first of this contest. Oh, that is brilliant. The hero maximum. On the ground, on the ground. Another hero maximum. Righto, welcome back to the Maximum Cricket Podcast. My name is Munter. We are here with Lugsy and Jacko. We are brought to you by Piranha Grip Socks. And there's been a bit going on in the cricket world this week. The IPL was almost halfway through and gee, it's tight. The Caps and Pakistan are still playing. We try and dissect the winners and losers from that series. And who might make a push for the World Cup squad? Speaking of one day, Sachin wants to preserve his records by changing them. But first, how is everyone on a scale of 1 to 10? With Tom Price taking a hat-trick and making 100 on the same day being 10, and Candice Warner having to answer questions on TV about whether her husband should be in the Ashes being 1. Oh, probably at 2.5, just about <laughs> Candice. I feel like I'm a long way away from a hundred and a hat track. It's sort of something we need to talk about off camera there, Jacko. But down today, it's quite low. Yeah, just just dangerously low. Just dangerously far away from a hundred and a hat trick. Yeah, I think I I think think that's more like a that's more like a fifteen, isn't it? Twenty odd for me, to be fair. Okay. Um, I'll give myself a solid 6.5. I mean, we've got a public holiday coming up tomorrow, obviously. Hashi's in the belly. There's a lot of chocolate in the belly as well, which isn't great. But, yeah, I'm definitely a bit higher than a 2.5. Yeah, I'll probably am, to be fair. I've just had shark and spud. We beer, so, no, definitely probably a 7. Yeah, how, like a six, if someone asks you to, 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 like, rank something between, like, 1 and 10... Like a six mm. and seven's like real standard, eh? Like it's oh, just so, yeah. like you don't want to like you don't want to like go too high, and if you go lower, people start to sort of question it. Like Jackson going mm. two point five, and we're <laughs> we're like all jumping about. <laughs> well, the guy's just paid sixty bones for a haircut, so you can see why oh, it's he's like... just about to pay. Yeah, that's, to be fair, that is warmed down. That's a, that's, that's a wild. That'll ruin your night. Oh shit. Um, Right, should we, should we talk about we'll talk about this um, this Tom Price fella to start with? It's always um, you know cricket's a pretty tough game. You, you fail more often than you, than you succeed. Some say well, that's why it's great because the good days just mean that much more. So if that's the case, Tom Price from Gloucestershire, how do you think he felt after day one of his county championship game this week? Price, a young twenty three. Bowling all-rounder who was batting at nine. His side was batting first on a spicy pitch, I would presume. Australian test player Marcus Harris made one off 25. So maybe Candice was right after all. Um, as Gloucestershire fell to 7 for 45 before lunch. Price counter-attacked to drag his side to 231 all-out. He was the last man out for 109 off 98 so right off the bat, that's about that's about as good of a day you could ask for. Uh, World Chestership. Well, I've been I've been struggling to say this word all day actually. How do you she say practices War, War, you still got it wrong, War, eh? Worcestershire. I mean, apologies for our English yeah. listeners, but I just cannot say it. I can't say it. So they were cruising at fifty nine for one when Price's day got even better. He dismissed former Pakistani player Azhar Ali, and then two wickets fell off the next two balls to complete a hat trick. I would say that's the best day of cricket anyone has ever had at any level. Thoughts? Yeah, 
I don't, I don't think it could get much better, to be fair. Um, they go on to lose the game, obviously. 100 and a hat-trick and a losing side's probably your, your prime result. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, no. Nah. That, that, that would be the best day of Red Bull cricket a bloke's ever had, I'd say. Look, I'm, I'm, I know we joke about being a bit selfish as cricketers, you know, when, when the team gets rolled for 140, but you get 50 not and you sort of come off smiling. Um, it's a bit of a joke and whatnot, but if I get 100 and a hat-trick and we lose, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm bears on, and I'm expecting everyone's mood to be up for me, you know? That's Any dangerous like about boys? This is a yeah, once-in-a-lifetime, yeah. He's definitely got back into the sheds and given it. Oh fuck! It's not that hard out there, boys. Yeah. Like, surely someone gives me a hand. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think it's on the others in that team to to really g up for him and celebrate that night with him. Oh yeah, don't worry about day two. Get on the beers day one. Definitely. Um, that sort of reminds me, boys. Has has anyone that you know of, or have you guys had like a, just a day out like that, where um, like this is just a time to to brag away, or if you know of someone. Um, I know Simon, you've got a pretty good, pretty good yarn about yourself. You're already smiling away, so um, well, if, uh, you want, you probably want to go first. Then. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure there's much of a yarn to it. Um, I don't know if we, how far we want to go back, but form one, sort of form two, probably my absolute glory years of cricket, and sort of just just coming off the back of an eight for six with the ball um, a couple of weeks later, we were playing at a beautiful Logan Park, playing at Albion side. Um, I wasn't. My, I was batting five or six at the time. We had a couple of handy players up top that went to the old South Island tournament. Had a pretty pretty nice Tory side back then, and sort of lost a couple early, which was a bit of a surprise. And I managed to get a wee bat, and I'd never got a fifty before. And I was I got to about forty seven, and I was I was starting to get that nervous. Thankfully, you, you know, section one, you got a few good players and a, a few sort of not so good players at that level, managed to, to find myself facing one of the sort of average guys and gave me one on the legs, put that away for four, 51 retired, went off the field absolutely fizzing. I will have to say this is, my dad was coach at the time, um, so sometimes at that level, you know, you get 50 odd with the bat, maybe they say, we're not going to give you a bowl, or if you get a couple early, <laughs> maybe you don't have to keep bowling, but yeah, dad, Dad sort of knew I was on a heater and gave me the full five overs. Um, <laughs> and we sort of put pay to a pretty poor Albion side, and I've picked up seven for ten there. Um, Jeez, it's going to be tough yeah, to beat that. 50 knot and seven for ten. Made the other uh, local Tory paper, uh, which was, was was a real highlight. Um, you got that clipping here for us too? I, I have actually the scorebook. Not here, but I'll, I'll get that for the socials maybe when I next head out yeah, to the plane. Yeah, just for proof. For proof there's a few. There's a few yeah. disbelieving, yeah. disbelieving listeners. If real fresh, don't question it. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, 7 for 10 and 50 not. That's that's my best ever day. That's pretty good. What about you, Jacko? Yeah, I pro- probably haven't had a day that good. Um, yeah, tough, tough, I think tough to compete with tough, that. Tough to beat, and I bet Jack most of the time as well. So um, can rule out any sort of batting. I think the best, <laughs> the best for me is just uh, any follow-on wickets. I think it's probably the best thing I've been involved with. Um, n- knock a team over and then get their openers and middle order out again. I think we had a, we took, I think fifteen wickets in a day one day this year. That was pretty. No, seventeen. I think in the day, and it was that was pretty special. So, yeah, fifteen or seventeen in a day as a team was was pretty good. I think the boys are feeling feeling pretty good after that. So, yeah, that's the closest I've ever come, and yeah, never scored many with a stick. So, haven't got a double. 
Yeah, nah, fair. Nah, there's nothing. I got no yarns for for, for me Did with the you, ball. Um, to be fair, producer Gav's got one, doesn't he? That he could sort of clip in. For Pro- producer Gav, is that when he got um, didn't seventy, in, top score 70 in the morning, and then seventy in the afternoon against a uh, a young Susie Bates? Yeah, um, exceptional day out. Exiled from the game recently after. Did oh, anyone... the quickest decline ever. Oh, there's been a few like that, to be fair. <laughs> Did anyone give a Google of some like good overall performances? Because I went down a wee rabbit hole before, um, and they had a wee like, top six individual performances in cricket. And I tell you what, I'll just read it out here so I get it right. But Ian Botham, Sir Ian, what a day out this is. Six for 58 with the ball, first innings, 114 with the stick, and then seven for 48 in the next innings. I mean, that is a day out against India. It's multiple, against it's multiple days out, even. Yeah. That's, um, that's quite something. I mean... It's a hell of a game. Yeah, the only the only thing I can think of where, where a guy's done his job and then no one else has done their job was... I can't remember whether it was the first time we went to club nationals or the second... But it was the time we conceded over 400 as a team, as a very hungover side. Yeah. And um, our captain, um, Robbo, who, you know, first-class cricketer, very good bowler and bat. I think, I'm pretty sure he got 50-odd with the bat. Mm. And he also took, like, two for 20-odd off his 10. And, and, we, and we conceded 400. So you can imagine what everyone else went to. A couple of tons in there um, with the yeah. ball. And then we got skittled for about. He scored sixty off forty, didn't he, in that game too? He might have. I got a golden, so it wasn't. <laughs> it was. It wasn't my day. It dropped about three catches as well. Um, so it wasn't one of I my days. I was you here through the grapevine. You don't remember warming up for that game? No, I was. I was so dusty. Oh, I couldn't be more dusty. Actually, it was spew all through the showers. I remember. I remember being at Long On, where um, I think. Yeah, I think. The ball got pumped, pumped to me, and it's hit me in the knee, and I just haven't seen it <laughs> on the phone. Was it on the number three at Cornwall? Uh, it might have been two actually. So it was still, yeah, pre- still it was still pretty short, still a small pretty side. short straight. Yeah. Um, so they put me there because I was supposed to be one of our better fielders, but they didn't take into account how hungover I was. <laughs> so. Yeah, you weren't one of the soberest. So <laughs> club nationals has got to be one of the biggest variants of like. There must be some seriously good players playing good cricket mm. there, and some like decent players who are just highly hungover. Like I believe yeah. when when Tyree went, Ryan Senior was telling me they dropped seventeen catches one one day, <laughs> and him and Jonesy were thirteen between them. He reckons. <laughs> yeah, well, like you, you week sort of you know the way your week's trekking after about yeah. two days in. Like you're either two wins from two, and you think right, let's knuckle in and try win, like be the best team in the country. Or you've lost two and it's like, ah, fuck it, we'll send it sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we got a sort of best of both worlds. We got rain for the first like three days. So we just gassed up and then played a bit of Girk and then realised we were going to be third and fourth playoff. So just got back on the source. So You're not first, you're last. That's what they always yeah, say. Exactly. Um, just, just on the uh, on the, 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 the like greatest days in cricket, like you were talking about, Luxy, I, mm. uh, I, I did some digging as well into who, who like because no one else well there's only one other person that has taken a hundred and a hat trick in, in the same day um, and it's Joe it's Joe Denley who took a hundred and a hat trick bowling leg spin in a T20 um, it's going to get the charge here yeah <laughs> <laughs> on tour on tour um, and in terms of a first class match 
It's only happened 16 other times, and one of them's a Kiwi. Do you think Do you think you guys could guess who it is? How recent did we talk? Uh, I yeah. would say it's in the last, I'll give you in the last 20 years. Jesse Ryder? Uh, no. This is a first class match, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not a test match yet. Shit. Yeah. Um, Are they currently playing first class cricket? No, I don't believe so. Don't believe so. So he's obviously not that famous. I'll give you the year. So 2009. Ah, I was 19. I was sort of drunk most of that year. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm fizzing to... I want to have a real go at this, but I just don't think I've got the finger on the pot. Who, who are even the all-rounders that can do it in New Zealand cricket then? Scott Storris? It's not a bad no, guess. It's, a probably, get, it's not a bad guess. Um, probably playing too much with the Kiwis back then, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, you me, do you want me to? Do you want me to yeah, say? It? I've got no idea. Is uh, James Franklin? Oh, Jimmy Franklin. <laughs> yeah. 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 He could have got to James Franklin. That's for uh, he, yeah. he's for for Gloucestershire, the same side. So he got a hundred and yeah. a hat trick, and they lost that that game. Funny enough. So. Not bad. Not bad. Speaking of great great games, I do remember. Um, you probably remember him, Kaikra Demon, Hamish Robertson, now a very good Ironman athlete. Yeah, great to see. Uh, his last, last T20 ever, I think he was 120 and 5 for 13. Wow. Uh, for his last game for Kaikra, so that was a hell of a hell of a morning out, I reckon. Wow, wait, that's pretty special stuff. Um, Friend of the show, Paul Collingwood, actually, 112, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 112 and 6 for 31 against the West well, We're not a backpacking podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> not that quite. is a day out though there's, there's friend of the show and then there's really like really really good friends of the show um, yeah. which we are we are the former um, right let's let's move on to uh, the Kiwis Pakistan the T20 series is about to finish up between yeah New Zealand and Pakistan by the time this comes out the fifth and final T20 would have finished so we apologise if anyone gets 100 and takes a hat trick um, I think it's fair to say Pakistan are the better side they won the first two extremely comfortably, but to be fair to this New Zealand side, they are extremely down in numbers, and what I've enjoyed is that they've improved each game, which I think is massive. So they got mm. rolled in that first game for 70-odd, second game scratched to 150, next game scratched to 160-odd, and then they oh, and obviously they won that third, 20, third T20, and unfortunately they were hailed off in the fourth T20 because they were 160-odd with two overs and a bit to go. So they probably had a big chance to win that game. Um, you know, I've been, I've been a little bit dismissive of this series as I felt like it's a waste of time. But And maybe the results still are. But I still think, I guess, having reflected on this series, it's more like there are, there are guys who are winners and who get ticks by their names, and there are guys whose maybe their stocks have plummeted and potentially have fallen down the pecking order. So... I think what we could do after you boys want to talk about the series is just is just touch on some winners and and and, and losers from the series um, personally. Yep. Um, so how have you how have you boys found the series as a whole? Yeah, I think we, we spoke about it sort of last week that it it is just a, a series that's going to answer some questions. I think it's going to going to let us know who's sort of up to the international game and um, probably probably helps us pick sort of numbers 
12 to 15 and some squads moving forward and, and maybe gives us some, some more ideas on how to solve the Kane Williamson problem. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think it's been a, a great series in, in that regard if you just take it from, from that point of view. So um, yeah, it's been, been good to see that next sort of step down of players go to a pretty foreign part of the world, play a fucking pretty good Pakistan side. Um, and as you said, just get better and better and uh, and put some pretty decent numbers and, and results on the board. Yeah, I think I think we've talked about this a bit before of what like teams try and even get out of these series, and I think you're sort of realizing like results are secondary. Like what you what you're avoiding or trying to avoid, I guess, is you don't want to lose every game. That's when because that's when questions just get magnified. Is when you're actually going a real losing streak. So you need to get you know results that way. Um, but then you're just trying to unlock players, get performances from players. Even the actual skill of going on a tour of like Pakistan, that's a pretty foreign experience for a lot of these guys now. So actually going on a longish tour, I know there's still some ODIs to play, all that is still experience as well. So that's what we're sort of trying to get out of this. And yeah, with, the, with that game, um, if that didn't get rained off, we could be looking at two all. Hmm. Um, I don't know, that third game was actually a fun game to watch. Good highlight package on that. Sort of one of those games where I don't know how we won, and then but I don't know how we were in the position to lose. Like we should have won easily. Then I don't know how we did win after sort of throwing it away. But even that is sort of what you want, though. Like experiences like that in tight games. So yeah, I mean you just get a few things out of the series. You take it and you run. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And <clears throat> well, I'll I'll start with our, our first winner. I think that's mm-hmm. definitely come out of this series with a few ticks out to their name. Um, Matt Henry, six wickets at yep. 14 with an economy rate of seven. The only seamer to take more wickets in the series is Harris Ralph, who's on another planet. So he's taken more wickets. He's done better than Shaheen Afridi, who's probably had an easier batting line to bowl to. So I think considering, I think Jackson, you, you touched on it a couple of weeks ago where there's a lot of bowlers that have been playing white ball cricket ahead of Henry or in like the t- in the T20s, and mm. I think this series confirmed that he's a prim- he's like a premier white ball bowler, T20s and one day cricket now. Yeah, hundred percent. I think yeah, we obviously know how good he is in one one day cricket and T20. I mean, you can just condense stages and yeah, he's sort of shown that he can really mix it with the big boys no matter what the format is and as you said he's bowling to a, a pretty serious batting lineup um, some some of the best players in the world and yeah there's only one, one seamer with better better figures and sort of foreign conditions to him I don't know if he's ever played in Pakistan before I don't think he has um, or maybe once or twice so yeah re- really impressive from Henners and um, yeah hopefully that gets him in the mix for T20 series moving forward sort of in our strongest side because I could could really see him being in our strongest side moving forward if he's going to bowl like that. Yeah, I mean, full disclosure, I um I obviously read the thing wrong and I just like picked one like big winner, big loser. Um, so yeah, um, sort of with the bat and ball, but yeah, Matt Henry was my one with the ball. Obviously, um, really stood out for us. I think he's one of those guys that's probably even in the one day game. I think, for example, talks talking to some guys at the cricket month when we were there, like. He's snuck up on a lot of guys. I don't think the whole public sort of realises how good he's been with the ball. 
um, in that one-day side and, and deserves to get these chances with the T20s. I think in international cricket, like, you can get sort of put in your place and it's it's hard for you to get out of there in a lot of fans' eyes. Um, mm. And maybe he got Definitely stuck as... Yeah, yeah, like, I think he got stuck as not quite um, Trent or Tim, like our third sort of our third option, and a lot of people still see him that way. Um, but he's just been consistently really good for a while now. So And, and again, far and away our best bowler on display here. So, yeah, as you say, I think deserves all the chances in the world going forward. And I think, yeah, needs to probably get a bit more respect from the from the public over here. Yeah, I, think, I just think there's no substitute for being able to take wickets early. Um, and I think that's what he can do that others can't or like other unless you're like that's why it's why like Trent Bolt's so valuable in the IPL is he you can take wickets early so um my next winner oh, this is a pretty obvious one um when you're averaging 186 for a series um Mark Chapman who yep. to be fair is also striking at 150 he's the most runs in this series He's this is a massive series for him personally. Um, it's a shame he's not playing in the fifty over stuff, which I feel like is a big mistake because Yeah, I wonder if that'll change. Well he averages fifty two in one day cricket. Has and... has anyone been called in for Kane officially? Have I missed that in the news cycle? Uh, I don't he was never in the oh, he was never, right. Yeah, he was oh, supposed yeah, to be yeah. the IPL. Yeah. Um no, nah, but I just think he, like he's ne- I think I think he's added added like the power game. Where mm. he he normally strikes quite well, like nicely at that 100 strike rate run of ball. That's why he, he I think he he does such a good job in the one day cricket. But now he's so destructive as well. Where mm. I think he he's got to be pushing all the one day all the white ball squads for me. Yeah, it's it's sort of he seems to have weirdly had a similar thing happen to him as what's happened to Matt Henry. Just like he seems to be in these T20 squads when a couple of guys are out, bat really well, and then we don't hear from him for sort of a year to 18 months, and then it's sort of back into these squads, and he bats well again, and then it's he doesn't make a, the next two or three squads, and it's sort of like he's just been pigeonholed as that next top-order batter for T20s. But, um, yeah, as you said, fuck, he's been very, very impressive, and I wouldn't be surprised if he somehow just sticks around for those five one days and, and gets a wee shot, because... They should, that those that, those one day should basically be an open tryout for Kane's spot. Obviously, not every anyone can just rock up to Pakistan and say, "Give me a bat." But um, yeah, I'd say there's probably four or five guys wanting to put their hand up in that series to say, like, have a real look at the number three spot for the World Cup. And I think Chapman could be definitely in that conversation. Yeah, I reckon we need a wee, a wee conspiracy. A couple of guys need to go down with niggles, and we just keep them over as cover for sure. Um, like, we COVID scare or something. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> just we're, we're just going to keep Chapman around, actually, now that we think about it. Um, yeah, huge winner of the series. Um, sort of giving me a bit of Bracewell vibes, actually. Like, sort of just getting this chance, and I'm hoping mm. this is sort of the start of a bit of a, a period for him. Um, and sort of just goes in that the same way Braces did as he was hanging around for a while and then got a big chance, took it, and, and then now he's sort of a part of our team because... He's obviously been pretty dominant over here in domestic cricket for a long time, and um, especially that last innings he played. Um, the one day, the sorry, the twenty twenty that got rained out. He was yeah, looks superb there. Um, especially the power hitting, as you say, Munter. So yeah, huge winner of the series. The obvious one, I think, with the bat for us. Definitely. Um, 
before we move on to the, um, I mean, losers is a, is, a, is a tough word to, to use, but I guess that's what they're going to be called in this segment. But any other winners you guys you guys want to touch on? Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's been any other sort of standouts to that that degree. Yeah. So. No, I had sort of sort of Chad Bowes in the middle there, like not a sort of a great tour, but got a fifty there, and I think just the experience is more what I was. Like, going over to Pakistan, having that sort of experience, getting sort of one innings under his belt, um, but just more playing these games. Like, definitely not a winner of the series, um, but I'd like to think not a loser and sort of just in the middle there of, like, this is at least he's got this chance and, and getting in that environment. Yeah, I think, yeah, that 50 was pretty crucial because I think he's definitely yeah. leaning towards the other end of the spectrum without Absolutely. it. Um, but... You know, so would anyone if you took out their best score of a series. So, um, you know, I think, like you said, he, he's they're getting a lot of players are getting better, which I think is what you want to see. Um, that they're learning from their mistakes. So I think that's quite, that's quite key. Um, someone that's probably not doesn't appear to be learning is uh, Will Young. Yeah, thirty-four runs at eight, striking at eighty. He's had a few op. He's I guess he's been given first crack at that number three position, which we will touch on um, shortly. But he just—I just don't remember the last time he's actually made runs, which is disappointing because he's so obviously good. Mm. And I mean, he, yeah, he's—he's he's a weird one because pre Conway, he was the heir apparent to Ross Taylor and then Ross probably played for another couple of years and then he was, Conway was just too good to not fit in somewhere and now it's, you've sort of got that, that top order uh, locked in in a way. So, um, but yeah, it, it's a weird one because he's been whacking it in domestic T20 cricket and all of that for a while. So yeah, I don't know if he's just getting a bit muddled at that level or if he's just not quite, if he is maybe putting too much pressure on himself to be like, there's a spot there, I've got mm. to lock it down by scoring sort of 400 runs in the series instead of trying to just score 200 striking at 130 sort of thing. So, yeah, not not sure what's going on there in international cricket because he's obviously got all the talent in the world. So hopefully he can figure it out and figure it out soon because I think we'd be a better side with him batting well in it. Yeah, unfortunately, as I say, I only had sort of one one loser noted down and it was, it was Will Young. Um yeah, just yeah, poor numbers, unfortunately. And, and as you say, they're like, they're, we've seen it a lot. I, I don't know if it's the same. I don't obviously keep as close a eye on domestic cricket overseas and stuff. But for a long time, it was very common in New Zealand. Like you had these six or seven guys that just dominated domestic cricket, but none of them could step up to that, that next level. So whether it is just his, like, you know, he's a lot more comfortable when he's playing domestic cricket and just plays a bit more naturally. And he, and as you say, Jacko's a bit more muddled in, in the international game at the moment, whether it's just a mindset thing and, and that can obviously be worked on. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, you hope he figures it out. Mm. Um, 100%. The only, the only other person I've got in this bracket, and he's not, he's not in the same bracket as Will Young, and I don't think his stocks have plummeted as such, because I just think he maybe needs a break. But I think I think Darren Mitchell needs probably a break. Mm. I think he he looks like he's just played a lot of cricket, and he's I guess he's potentially become victim of being an all format player and not going to the IPL, mm. where he's so important to every side now that 
he just looks spent. He doesn't look like he has the same energy he did have. Like he's basically been non-stop since he replaced Henry Nichols almost a year ago. So I think he probably deserves a big break after the after the series. Um, yeah, refresh for it. For the I next think time. it's it's not only that; it's been like a lot of like important stuff he's had to do as well. Like he's just been like, yeah. as you say, like he's been sort of our one to get us out of so many holes. Like sort of just constantly a guy under pressure, and then with the added of bowling as well. Like it's just a lot of work. Like just mentally, a lot of cricket and having to be out in the middle a lot of the games as well. Yeah, for sure. There's playing cricket and there's actually like having to be a key contributor all the time. Um, yeah, you can you can play a lot of games and sort of not have those sort of high pressure moments all the time. But yeah, as you said, he seems to be in it sort of every time. Which um, knowing Daryl was probably something he definitely thrives for and is is looking for. So, um, but yeah, there's only only so much you can do for so long, especially being on the road without your family and all of that. So yeah, he'll be. He'll be looking forward to a rest, I'd say, after this series and then um, get ready for the next World Unfortunately Cup. Unfortunately for Daryl, I'm about to throw probably a bit more work at him um, when we talk about a topic uh, shortly because he is that yeah, guy sure. that comes to mind for a lot of this stuff. Uh, should, should we move on to the to the World Cup chat? Because um, yeah. I guess with... Could we segue? Yeah, with, with Kane Williamson out for most likely the whole World Cup. Um, I actually just, just quickly, Lugsy, I just, I just wondered... Like this is like a half baked idea, but like, what if in cricket or like any sport, guys came back but there was no notice, like it, like it was like WWE, like they're coming back from injury, you didn't know. Like, let's say we're tuning into the first game of the World Cup, a wicket falls, and all of a sudden it's like Kane Williamson walking out to bat, like it's John Cena at the Royal Rumble 2008. This is we the got, stuff we got, dream of. <laughs> we got Smithy, we got Smithy and Combs being like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I dream of the stuff glass like, shatters as he yeah. walks out. I absolutely dream of stuff like that. Like the amount of times I watch UFC and I just somehow hope the ref gets knocked down and out comes the second guy to, to help someone. <laughs> like just ludicrous stuff, but. It would just be great. Like, surely that happened back in the day, though. Like, when technology wasn't at the best, you wouldn't know the 11, surely. Like, yeah, late yeah. injury. Guy comes out and you're like, hang on, I didn't know he was in the side. Yeah. We might we might be able to get a bit more of it now. We're not naming teams until after the toss, so. Yeah. You know, maybe you just never name imagine, a team and just send out who you like. Imagine that from, like, whoever our skippers. Um, and actually... We've got Kane Williamson coming in, and the crowd just goes. <laughs> the crowd just erupts. <laughs> oh, oh shit. okay. So like, so so anyway, so like obviously Williamson's out. Young appears to have first crack, but obviously we've touched on his form's not not that great, so he's not locked that down. So I've got a I've got a two pronged question for you fellas around this one day side. Um, our white whale Ian Smith has gone on record saying he thinks Guptill should find his way back into that World Cup squad. Um, what do you guys think about that? Is there room for Guptill now that Williamson is out? And also, what's your Caps top three full strength? So Kane, no Kane or Kane? So no Kane. So no Kane. No Kane. Is, is Guptill, does Guptill make your World Cup squad? And what's your top three? Yeah, um, very interesting. I don't know if Guptill does. Like, you've made the decision to move on. Do you backtrack? Um <laughs> 
in saying that he is one of our great white ball players. So I think there could there could definitely be a place for him. Um, obviously, if the bridge wants to be mended and, and you get sort of vintage Guptill back, um, yeah, he's going to add a lot to the side. Um, for me, it's an interesting one. I would like to see sort of one or two things happen. Um, I'd have either the sort of the current setup stays um, with Guptill, uh, sorry, Finn and Conway, um, and then you sort of potentially look at a Chapman or, or moving someone like a Daryl up to three. Um, but an, another option which I don't hate is looking at bringing Tom, Tom Latham up to the top. Mm. Uh, so you open with Tom and Finn Allen, um, and then you go Conway at three. And then, uh, yeah, you'd sort of have a Daryl, Glenn Phillips, um, Bracewell, sort of that is your your makeup of your top order. Um, yeah, and then, sorry, just spitballing here, but another option is you go Blundell at the top um, and you keep keep that middle order, which has been been a really good strength. I think we discussed off here how good Tom is at actually really is batting at five and probably how underrated he's been. So, yeah, I mean, you could definitely go Blundell, Allen, Conway, Daryl, Tom. Tell you what. That's probably you, potentially our best five batters. You've given us eight different, eight different sort <laughs> Good of options, options too. Options there, right? <laughs> you haven't given us... You haven't... I've, nestled, I've nestled on one at the end. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, With Chapman batting at three somehow. <laughs> it's weird. It's, as I say, it's like, it doesn't feel like it's our best black cap side um, just over the last couple of years. But when you... Start to think it's of the so oh hundred percent when you start to not think of worst. <laughs> um, when you start to think of this like the players we've got there as options in this one day side I I do get a bit confident I think they're all good options I I'm not anti Guptill coming back I sort of I know exactly what you mean Jacko about like do you bring him back but I just feel like there's these rules that happen in sport that like this is like there aren't these aren't official rules that everyone seems to just follow yeah. like. Just because you've dropped a guy doesn't mean you can't bring him back. Like just because you think you've made this decision, like we're moving on from a guy, if situation changes, then you should be able to change with it. Um, I just hate that there's always these like somehow these rules that every team follows when they're they're not they don't have to be followed. I I yeah I think as we've talked about a bit, this is why Mitchell I guess um, you think when anything like this happens, you think of Conway and Mitchell probably because at the moment they are our two best sticks. And you sort of think Mitchell especially just feels the most poised to do any role you throw at him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how much it takes away from what his best role is. It's the same as Conway. Um, like it's how he's found himself opening is because he can do the best job of it um, if there's not another option. Um, so, yeah, I, I probably would lean... I do like Plunder as well. I'm a big fan of his. And I wouldn't mm. mind Guptill sort of... I feel like maybe he'd be... The pressure might be off a bit if he came back. I'd mm. like to think he sort of just goes a bit. And with him and Finn up top and, and Conway at three, I sort of like that. And I, I like us just having a go up to really, like, really freeing the shackles up top. Um, I know Finn can get a wee bit carried away and sort of probably has tried to bat a bit too much like his T20 days, but... I do like us having a real go with them up top and then Conway at three, so I don't know if I'd lean that at the moment, but I, I would I wouldn't mind seeing Guptill have another go anyway. Yeah, I think I think I'm yeah, I'm definitely pretty heavily leaning on Conway at three. Mm. I think 
like Lugsy said, he, he's he's found himself opening because he can do the job and Kane bats three. And he scored all his runs at Wellington at three. I think realistically, if the Caps are going to go deep, it's on the back of Conway making like a thousand runs. So I I think it's where's the best place for him to bat? Oh, the World Cup. Yeah, I think I think he needs like a Kane Williamson 2019 World Cup sort of thing. That's what that's what he needs. Um, so I think three's his best position. So with that being said, I think I think you need Gutman's experience at least in that squad. I don't know necessarily if he has to open, but this would be his fourth World Cup. He he even went to the yeah. last World Cup in 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 India in 2011. Um, so I think with no Williamson, his experience is even more important. Um, obviously, I've gone Conway at three. I think yeah, Finnellan. I don't think he's completely locked up that opening spot, but I think he deserves it at the moment. Um, he's going, even though he's not playing. I think he, there's no reason to see why he wouldn't learn a lot being in the IPL, rubbing shoulders with Coley and Faf and all that, all those sorts of players. The World Cups in India. Um, so the upside's still there, but it's hard not to agree with Smithy where at some point over the next few months, that talent has to translate into runs. Like, you can't you can't just keep tripping away at 20s and 30s. Like, we need runs behind you. Um, and as for the other opener, I'm very interested to see how Blundell goes in Pakistan. I think he, hopefully, he's going to have five goes out the top. And I think he's going to have a... I think that's going to tell us a lot. Um, so I think it's probably, for me, between him and Gupdal. I think if no one sets the world alight, I think you go back to Gupdal. Because I don't think... Like, he's not the player that he used to be. But that doesn't mm. mean he's not better than what everything else we've got. For that is that you, Candice? <laughs> Who else is there? <laughs> um, I didn't know Laura McGoldrick was going <laughs> to tonight. <laughs> Who else is there? Um, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Anyway, so should we, should we move on? Let's move on to Sachin because yeah. um, obviously we're talking about the World Cup. Let's um, let's talk about the uh, the most prolific batsman of all time, Sachin Tendulkar, who suggested the one day game needs change to make it more exciting for the fans and broadcasted. He reckons two innings of twenty five overs each team, and I know what you're thinking. How is that any different to a twenty? Uh, to a T20. Well, he's also suggesting you just resume your first innings after the other team bats their first 25. So essentially it negates the toss a bit, negates the Jew. He reckons that it keeps the result in the balance a bit more. Um, initially, I just thought this bloke wanted to stop Coley from breaking his records. Um, but I guess having thought about it, I don't hate it as much as I originally thought. Uh, what do you boys think, out or not out? Yeah, I do hate it. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, nah, to pro- probably not that extreme, but I mean, yeah, I think there's there's levels to the game, isn't there? Like, if you want to save one day cricket, like one day cricket's going to be watched by cricket fans. Like people that watch one day cricket want to watch it. I don't know if it's a game that you need to sort of be bringing new fans in. Um, but yeah, I mean. That just sounds unbelievable. Imagine a guy on 88 not out after 25 overs and then he has 25 <laughs> overs in the field, comes out and gets castled first ball. And it's like, well, what's your day? Like, I just, like... Drops three catches. Momentum's such a thing and, yeah, <laughs> drops three catches and comes out no confidence. I just I just don't know if that's 
cricket's not played to be split up sort of like that. Um, it's not sort of baseball. You go like an innings each. You do five overs here, five overs there. I think it's just there's so there's a lot of nuances to T20 cricket. I mean, one day cricket, um, and I think you you sort of lose that with them. And yeah, then you basically got asking guys to get set again instead of accumulating. And yeah, I mean it would it would it would change it up and it would bring some new skills about. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the way to sort of revive one day cricket. Yeah, I mean, I'm very, I'm trying to not be as quick to sort of, sort of be anti these ideas because I think every idea you get takes a bit of getting used to and seeing it. Like, how many guys were out on T20 for a while and then you just see it and it becomes a bit more normal and you, you know, you get into it. I think the problem, sort of, what I see here is it's actually like, it's more just creating a whole new game, isn't it? It's just a basically, it would be like a a new version of cricket. It wouldn't be, to me, it wouldn't be changing like one day cricket or it's just making it a completely different game to me. Um, so I think it's more like it adds more questions and it actually does it like helps the game. Um, I think like, yeah, like yeah. what happens if, you know, a team's 250 off their 25 and that team gets rolled and like, well not rolled or like, is like 80 off their 25 and it's sort of just a nothing mm. event for the next 50 overs. Like I think it, it yeah, actually creates some... a lot more issues than it does just, you know, when you first hear it, um, for me, um, yeah, as I say, I'm, I'm open to anything in the game, but to me that's just a complete change of a game, not sort of adding on. Be a bit of head noise if you were at like nine down after 25 overs and you had to field for 25 <laughs> uh, This is the sort of thing I'm more... <laughs> these are exactly right. Like, um, these are the problems, I think. It actually creates more issues than it does solve yeah. them to me. Yeah. You, you just make pretty good points, and I... I I, You're right. I think they would be better. I'm not. I'm just not completely out on it. No, I just I'm... think. I think they'd be better if they want to fix these formats. I think they should look at the schedule first, and instead of like if it's a World Cup year, we play 50 over cricket. Like I'm more interested in 50 over cricket this year than I am T20 cricket. And then next year, I don't really care about 50 over cricket. Like I think that's I would that when, when people when he talks about like people not caring about their format. It's because it's not a teacher. It's not a World Cup year, so I think yeah. just change that, and then that might help. So, yeah, like, um, I, think, I think you you do scheduling's a massive thing. Like I know everyone does have to play everyone. Like we've got to, there's got to be a system in play there. But like we very much care when we play Australia, Pakistan very much care when they play India. Like there's series that are always going to matter, and then there's series around World Cups that become more important. So. If you sort of schedule us to play Aussie most years and then World Cup years we play some of these teams that maybe don't interest them as much, but it adds interest because it's coming up to World Cup, I think you can make more series matter. Yeah, 100%. Like you look at the the English or the Australian um, sort of schedule, you know, you've got an Ashes every 18 months, you've got a World Cup every couple of years and you've got India or South Africa here or there. Um, to play and and you know you're getting minimum one big test series and a tournament every year and you can sort of you fizz up you build for those sort of around those sort of marquee moments and as you said for us it's NZ Aussie India it's that Pakistan series England it's playing Australia so yeah you've just you, I think you you get more people involved by hyping up sort of those cycles and what's to come and putting real emphasis on the forms of cricket leading into World Cups, not just 
yeah, pulling formats out of a hat to keep mm. your record safe. Definitely, definitely. Um, right, well, should we touch on the IPL? Um, halfway through, it's a bit of a logjam. Uh, this is recorded before the Sunrisers and Delhi go head-to-head, but those teams suck, so hopefully <laughs> we aren't going to miss a hell of a lot. Um, speaking of teams I thought sucked, um, we've got the Chennai Super Kings, top of the table. Five <laughs> wins and two losses. It's another it's another uh, win for the for the podcast. The <laughs> key is when we're doing our picks, is just take the opposite. Just fade us. Fade the fuck out. No, it's not like our picks are actually bad. We're just telling you the wrong one, and it's up to you to punt the, the other one. Simple. 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so, and then apart from that, so you've got five teams logjam on four wins. Got Mumbai tucked in with three wins and oh, three from six, and then it's the bottom feeders, Kolkata, Sunrisers, and Delhi bringing up the rear. Um, boys, anything you want to touch on before we do MVP watch? Uh, Faf's good, isn't he? Very good, very good. I'll definitely. Uh, Jeez, he's playing well. As I said, I was um, actually telling you, I was doing the old graveyard shift over the weekend, and sort of, so I actually got to sit down and watch a couple of games. You can see when you really sit down and watch why it's so popular. It is a damn good product. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, the worst part of the IPL was that it starts at 10 p.m. and ends at 3 a.m. Yeah. in New Zealand. Like it's a, I remember as a kid, like we'd stay up at mates' houses just to watch it um, sort of till 3, 4, 5 in the morning. And, and it is an unbelievable league. It is just a shame on the timing here for us because otherwise it would be sort of, yeah, it's, it's probably the – it is the best league in the world for a reason. So, um, And I mean – it's always good for competition when we've got log jams like this. I mean, I was looking at the table before and um, RCB at six, I think, and one went off first. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an intriguing league. I think it's it probably needed this condensedness in the sort of in the tournament um, to bring some awareness back to it and bring the punters back because everyone loves a tight um, tight league. So, and moves yeah, it's definitely... Well. Shit, it moves fast these days when you've got a couple of good sticks at the crease. Like, I'm off to go get my lift plus and go for a piss, and I come back and there's 40 runs scored. Like, these guys hit the ball that well. Yeah. You miss Faf a couple and, of overs and it's all over. Faf and Glenn were unbelievable the other night. I'll yeah, tell you what, Sky and, um, Sky and Cam Green together was pretty tasty as well. Yeah. yeah. Sky finally not get a first baller, did he? Yeah, he managed to stick that one out, and then, as you realise, he's actually damn good if he can get past that. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. He's pretty he's, Cam Green's been a buy too, isn't he? Yeah, he's actually gone. He's actually he's averaging. Probably sneaking up in the MVP. He's actually uh, he's averaging fifty odd, which is uh, quite something. But um, and bowling pretty economically. Yeah, no, no, he's definitely in the mixer. Um, he's six foot too. I haven't heard. He's probably probably a lot taller than me actually. In the rest, um, good boy. But yeah, so safety. Last week, last week I had Darwin, Coley, Chahal, Mark Wood, and Shimon Gill in the top five. I can confirm. Only one of those is still in my top five, with Darwin and Wood dropping out because they haven't played at all, which is unfortunate. Um, so let me start. Let me start at number five. I've got Chahal still still in that top five um, with twelve wickets at eighteen, with a economy rate of eight. Um, probably didn't have the greatest week, so he's slipped down there a wee bit. He's only taking one wicket this week, which is not great. Got the him. one get the one game that. Uh, Jacko punted on him. He took uh, none for forty off four, so that was probably Jacko's fault. Too yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry guys. Sorry, um, number four, I've I'll got. Stop a train. I've got Devin Conway from Chennai. 
I he's mean, now the he second top run, yeah. second top run scorer. Three hundred fourteen runs at fifty two strike rate, one four three, four fifties in a row, and definitely has something to do with Chennai on fire at the moment. Um, number three, I've got Faf from RCB, the top runs getter, four hundred five runs at sixty seven, striking at one six five, five fifties in seven games. Um, they're four and three. And the last two, I've got bowlers. At number two, I've got Ashdeep Singh from Punjab Kings 11. 13 wickets at 15, economy rate of 8. I personally think he is holding that side together. I don't think the Punjab Kings 11 are that good, and I think he basically won that game against Mumbai the other day. Um, But they're in the mix. And at number one, I've got Mohamed Siraj from RCB, the leading wicket taker, 13 wickets at 15, economy rate of 7. He's got an economy rate of 4.5 in the power play, which is ridiculous. Um, Unbelievable. So a bit of love to the bowlers this week. Um, boys, anyone unlucky or, or any any changes you'd like to make? Any questions? No, I think that's relatively good. I think Faf could 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 push himself up sort of two, it's pretty two or one. Um, I'm not going to back him this week, uh, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stopping everything at the moment, um, but yeah, I mean, we did just speak of him, but Cam Cam Green's probably having a a look there just from that all round value. Um, you got a guy averaging fifty, and even if he's taking one for thirty off his four every time, you you're filling two jobs. So um, yeah, big big Cam Green two meters worth his money so far. Yeah, I think I think you sort of nailed it, Muntridge. You you follow it pretty well. Um, Conway obviously. Four fifties in a row is probably the the big mover here, and starting to really like show some. He's gone good the... since we beat him. Shit, what was that? <laughs> I said he's gone good ever since we punted. Yeah. <laughs> he's sort of, I guess, showing on the on the big stage now, and, and probably locking up a big contract for the future here, so he'll be fizzing. Um, but yeah, it just I don't know. It, it could go pretty deep sometimes. Like some of the individual performances you get in the IPL are pretty insane. Um, Everyone seems to be able to score a 70 or 40, you know, once a tournament or a couple of times a tournament. It's just the depth's pretty incredible. So I'm sure it'll move again next week. Yeah, yeah. I like Faf, I'd say the top three could they could be in any order. I think mm. I just I just went with Siraj and Ashdeep because I don't I think they're getting less help. If you know what I'm Did saying. Did he I get think... four? Did he end up with four Ashdeep? In that last yeah, game? I, th- I think yeah. so. I think so. Like, um, like Sam Curran's not doing much with the ball. Too. Oh, you got so, fifty with the stick. You almost hated player. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> bowling, mate. He's got to do it. He's in the team as a bowler, isn't he? He was actually um, man of the match that game. Just quite. I don't, don't know if he deserved that. It was a good fifty, but <laughs> should have been Ashton. Um, but I think with Faf, I think as good as he's been, he's also getting runs from Maxwell and Coley. Because um, I think Maxwell is definitely making a case. Just he's just coming off. Just why, like, is he, you wouldn't, it's actually wild to think he broke his leg in November and now he's doing, like, it's not, this is like five months later or six months later and he's doing this stuff, which I think is, is incredible. Um, yeah, so that, those are the guys that, I, I mean, Coley's fallen off a little bit, um, like Cam Green's a good shout. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, any, 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 anything else? Should we move on to our picks? Yeah, should we go pick? So easy. Righto. 
Right, the show is brought to you by Piranha Grip Socks, non-slip grip technology designed to minimise slipping in your shoe and maximise output. Designed and tested right here in New Zealand by professional athletes. The choice of sock for several black caps and white ferns, as well as the number one women's bowler in the world, Sophie Eccleston. Performance, quality and style, grab yourself a pair of Piranha's latest range by using the code TMC to get 20% off today and you may get 450s in a row, just like Devin Conway. Fellow, a fellow piranha athlete, I think that's what they're called. Um, boys, um, so piranha picks this week after a hot start in week one, we came crashing back down to earth with a one from three effort. Who would have thought the bottom of the table, Delhi Capitals, saved our blushes with a very scrappy win? So far, we've got Lugsy one from two, Jacko O from one, and I'm sitting pretty at two from two. Um, who wants to go first, boys? What are you running? Uh, yep, so I'm, I'm happy to jump on. I will be sticking in my prop betting. <laughs> um, did, did think about going away and just picking a winner. Um, but yeah, I don't actually want to curse any teams. I'd rather just derail one player <laughs> for, for a side. <laughs> Brother Costigo, a few hundred foul. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. You can thank me later, any IPL franchise in any way you'd like. Um, but yeah, I'll be going Glenn Maxwell power play to hit a four and a six, oh, yeah. paying a dollar sixty. Who are they playing? Uh, they have got. Um, that's a good question. Okay, well, I've got well, I'll take that team. They have got the Calcutta Knight. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take that team. <laughs> Knowing your luck, I'm not taking them. We're, we're just going to take a team each, so we at least get one right. <laughs> no. yeah. that's, that's smart. No, I'm definitely not taking that team. Um, I've actually got my pick. Lugsy, you want to go? or? Yeah, I will. Um, I don't want to criticise your pick there, Jacko, but I feel like, um, is $1.67 not good enough value? Or does everyone just think mm. like a guy can just hit a four and a six these so, days? I guess they can. So he's got to hit in the power play, is, he? is it? Be... No, just in his innings. Right. I did it's say like it's a, a good TAB prop. power play. Oh right! Oh, I was gonna. Yeah, it's just a, like that's the. That's that seems the quite easy to do. Yeah, hit a four or six. Like he oh, just. Oh okay. He, so then maybe it's good money. So what if he? What if he yeah. hits two sixes? Is that not? So he has hit a four. Well, no, it's a four and six. Oh, okay. All right. right. Fair enough. <laughs> just checking. So, just checking. You know, keeps you entertained. <laughs> whole oh, I like, I like, yeah, that's what it, I love a bit like that. Eh? <sighs> I yeah. love in league like we ten on the last try scorer. So, yeah, they're always in the game. Yeah. Because, you, yeah, you just ride it the whole way. Like, he scores Until first. cartwheeled first ball. Yeah, if he scores first, you just want to park bus and hope there's not another try in the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> what I'm, gonna, Six nil, what I'm sort time. of going to do here is, I don't know, at Mantra, I don't know if you've got the internet up or Jacko, um, the whole internet. Well, yeah, um, that's, how, that's how we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're recording the, online. The, uh, the TAB the oh, I don't have it on. I'll, I'll search it. I've got it up. Um, what am I, Mumbai Indians Park? I've got the Titans and a couple of Knights. I'm hoping. Yeah. Dollar ninety five. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take them. Um, this will be my I'm last. Mumbai away. What's that? Mumbai away. Yeah. I'm gonna take them against the a good Titan side. I just enjoyed their game on on Saturday. I thought they had a bit about them, and I wasn't lose? that impressed with the Titans. Um, <laughs> apart from the fact that they found a way to win. Titans won, didn't they? Yeah, they did win. <laughs> I just wasn't that. Mumbai lost. I sort of. I wasn't that impressed. Um, yeah. So I'm taking Mumbai. Didn't get the legacy seal like of it. approval. Okay, well, no, just they, what was what was good. I had to say is they found a way to win those tight games, which the good teams do. So 
and saying that I'm going to go see it. Yeah, and saying that you reckon they'll lose at home. You almost landed that plane there for a second. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm my my tactic so far has been like picking like teams that are due or players that are due, and it seems to have worked so far. So I'm going to keep that keep that going. Um, I'm looking at Rajasthan to beat Chennai on Friday morning, paying dollar eighty seven. This feels like a vindication pick <laughs> yeah. more than anything. Um, yeah, so the Royals are at home. I think that's that's pretty big. And I think Butler's due runs. So he's had two ducks in his last three starts, which means he's got to score runs. That's that didn't that didn't work for, in my career, but it has to work for someone like yeah. his career, who's actually a good player. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to we see bonus pick Joss top run score. Is it? I think we're going to see. Yeah, we two dollars on it. <laughs> we two fucking bleeding money on my punt of the punt of the nights. Actually, to be fair, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just stopped doing them. I keep losing. <laughs> no, no, no. Any gambler knows you keep gambling. Shoot it, shoot. There's only to, one way. There's only one way. I out. need to start doubling down. That's what I need to do. Hundred percent. Quit the job so you can study a bit more. <laughs> it's four dollars a night, mate. You're going to ruin you, ruin everybody. <laughs> Right, should we do should we do snack draft? Yeah, sounds. Do you right. want one okay. of us to introduce this since you won, or please, <laughs> please, if you want, if, please, yeah. I mean, I had I had a whole thing written down, but that's all right. Yeah, no, 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 you go, you go. All right, I just wanted to say that I was I was able to silence the doubters, um, and it felt pretty good. Like, I, you know, I felt like i had, I wasn't far away from a purple patch, you know there were a few people out there suggesting that I needed to be demoted um to down to the g league and just draft by yourself <laughs> it's, uh, it's good to it's good to prove them wrong like harry brook the other the other um the other night yeah, got just hungry. listen for a couple of weeks yeah yeah, so you know i felt felt pretty good to to get one you know to get to get off the mark so yeah who do you think is Feels better about their chip. You this week with cereal or LeBron's ring at the Cavs? <laughs> I mean, the Lakers. The Lakers. Um, whoever's doing their socials is, is just on fire at the moment. Yeah, they do need a quick shout. They've been unbelievable. There's plenty. I mean, there's plenty of, um, I guess, ammo that they've been given, um, which is good. The good thing like for Munter is Munter runs our socials, so he can really fire up if he wants all week. <laughs> I can just, yeah, I can just like really uh, turn on the like the bias, the propaganda, and just like, you know, have you seen that? Um, have you seen that yarn about whenever the Lakers lose, um, LeBron isn't shown in the graphic? Oh, there's yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, there's yeah, not so a that, chance. That's, that's how I'm. That's how I'm running the socials. <laughs> there's not honestly, yeah, there's not a chance that all things like that don't happen because I'll tell you what, when I used to follow Madrid. Would win like games five 0 Benzema would get three screamers. Bale would get a screamer. Ronaldo would get a penalty, and the headline would be like Ronaldo leads Madrid again to victory. And I'm like, I'm all for it. But it is amazing how like those because they know obviously you're at like an article about like LeBron or Ronaldo on that like gets more clicks. So yeah, it's amazing yeah, how it's much that about. leads in that. That's- it's like the New Zealand media when, like, say, like the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies win, and Stephen Adams has like two points and ten rebounds, and then the like oh, Stephen yeah. Adams leads leads the Grizzlies to a dominant win. And it's like, hang on, Stephen <laughs> Adams down. MVP candidate? Question mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, 
okay, so so this week, um, something a little different for the snacks. We're going to pick three snacks. Uh, it's inspired by Air New Zealand, who are launching the great Kiwi Snack Off, which will be used to upgrade their snack menu in flights next year. So we thought it'd be a good opportunity to put forward some of our ideas, and we're going to each present like a three-course snack meal. Um, what was our rules behind it again? Like, it's just... Is it like anything, or is it anything? Sort of, that, anything yeah, it has from to New be. Zealand? Has to be a New Zealand sort of brand, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. We're we, yeah, we're pretty loose on that, but as long as it's not like fucking. And it's still got to be like in that snap. Like you can, I feel like it has to be something you can actually imagine getting given on like a sort of small flight yeah. into Auckland. Bit of practicality as well. Yeah. Little, little are we allowing? Yep. Are we allowing a drink or yes or no on a drink? And I think we just go the the snacks. Complimentary yeah. water, right? Yeah. Tea, coffee, water, coffee, sort of already given. Tea, coffee, water. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have a biscuit and a chip option and a lolly for landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if okay. I'm going to get them a lolly. They might have to provide their own. Fucking uh, mm. hell, Lugsy Lugsy ear, eh? Looking good. Um, right, actually, we do right. Let's let's do a lottery then. Um, let me get on the right Probably page. Probably could take off of my ears too, bastards. <laughs> Stick your head out the window. Wow, we. Right, let's fucking do a lottery. So, what do we got? We're sponsored by Tower Insurance today, which is lovely. Oh, brilliant. Um, oh, yeah, very good. So, the odds this week we've got Lugsy at 50%, Jacko at 33%, and I'm at 17%. Right, let's go. Let's spin that wheel. What do we got here? What do we got here? Oh, yeah, it looks like Lugsy. Very, very nice. Myself the nerves and just come over you straight away, don't they? <laughs> Myself and Jacko mm. fighting it out for number two. And that looks like Jacko. That's pr- that's the, probably the first time the lottery's happened exactly how it should happen. Yeah, the Cavs have came to play. Okay, Lugsy. Yeah, sorry. I'll just um No no, you're right. Sixes and sevens again here. Um Yeah, so I mean shout out to Air New Zealand because I I do they need to reinvent the wheel here? Because I think they've actually nailed it with the cookie time. Um mm. I won't be selecting yeah. it because we need to, you know, offer our own sort of sort of advice. And if you sort of saw my socials post run last week, I had a few of these and they're absolutely superb. And now that they do the sort of stick size I think if you walked on a plane yeah. and got given the old stick size bumper bar, you would be absolutely oh. fizzing. So that's we're starting true. off and we're starting off with the bumper bar. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, that's um that goes number one and if we do a muesli draft uh muesli bar oh, draft. I mean that goes oh. by an absolute distance. What, what flavour are you running, do you reckon? The banana um, and chop chip? It's yeah, hard. Very good. Peanut butter crunch. Yeah, I think too. it has to be the new one. The the peanut butter crunch. I'll I'll send oh, a I haven't fun. had that one. Yeah, it's, it's a wee trail one. We'll um, we'll send a wee photo for or something. But yeah, we're locking the the bumper bar really on. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a it's a good pick. Um, yeah, it's t- it's tough to to know what to go here. I'm I'm gonna go the sort of the sweeter option as well. Uh, they had a few bags of these in the office today, and I sort of grabbed a couple in the in the jacket pocket, refound it on the drive home, oh. and just hit so good. Um. So I'm gonna go the Whitaker's fun size. Yeah, fuck. Just the the little you could you know you get the little mini peanut. Oh yeah. 
Oh, um, that's gold. a good pick. Yeah, it's like that was just, probably my number yeah. two. Yeah, just I like it. We one of those. Even they do like the mini blondies, the mini, just those little winnic- uh, small Whitakers. Um, yeah, be be a very very good little treat to grab out of that bowl to go with your your complimentary tea. Or yeah. Okay. Well, I will. I'll start with a packet of chips. Um, I'll get my number one off the board. Um, it's from the Bluebird family, but the, but this is from the Copper Kettle variety. Um, so I imagine getting a nice wee packet of wood fire, wood fire barbecue copper kettles. Um, oh, he's back to the well. <laughs> back to the well. It's where it's like, like you got to stay. If we're gonna if we're gonna have any sort of integrity, um, oh, you're beginning it. You're beginning Pascal's jet plane too. <laughs> it's like it's like apparently I found out old uh, old Joey old Joey Colcuts, um, and he's he's gone he's gone his most overrated uh, food is like uh, spaghetti and meatballs, and then. Apparently, apparently selected that in a further dra- in, a, in an earlier draft that it was one of his like top five. So, um, yeah. it's it's crucial. The, 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 fans, the fans know this stuff. The fans mm. know this stuff. Yeah. So, Matt Hunter barbecue chips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So it's me again. Um, I will. I'll go. A bis- I'll go a biscuit as well. Then. Um, since we're not, because the cookie time is the best option. I think they've already got the best option, which is a cookie time um, we we um, we option. I think those nice wee packages. So I'm gonna go something a little different. Um, imagine being able to get like a couple of hundred and thousands of biscuits. Like it just like that would just be that would make my day. It'd be hard to stop it. Yeah, a little two pack, a little three pack. It'd, it'd, how hard would it be to stop it? How hard would it be to stop it? Like two or three though. Well, like, can I just grab the yeah. whole pack. Yeah, I think that's a case where they'd just have to. Obviously, they'd give you the amount. You don't get to just imagine keep the lady just them. imagine the lady just walking down the aisle with the sleeve of hundreds and thousands, just one each. <laughs> we slap on the hand if you take more than one. You know what's outrageous about a flight like? For some reason, when they bring around the wee cookies, like, I I just can't, like, sometimes I really do want to just grab two, because I'm sure no yeah. one gives a fuck, but, like, you turn into no. a, I'll grab two. you turn into a wee <laughs> child, man, and you're like, oh, I can't grab two. Who's the biscuit police, eh? Like, <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. what do they what, care? What do you think is worse, having no hundred thousand biscuits, or just having one, and not being able to have any more? I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to have It's similar to beer, I think I would too. Like, one beer's, yeah. you know, too many, and then 25's not enough. It's... Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't walk around craving 100,000 biscuits, but <laughs> once I have one, knowing I can't have any more, that, that'll kill me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jacko, on the clock. Um, yeah, no, happy this wheeled. Uh, I'll, I'll go back to a well, and I'll go the snack of Changi. Um, yeah. I didn't want to I'll take that snack from you, Changi Oh, yeah, just just a, just a small pack. Um, so, I mean, for me personally, the sour cream and chives is numero uno flavour for me. But um, yeah, just a wee snack of Changi or Whitakers. And as you said, who's the snack police? I'll be grabbing both. <laughs> what's your so? What's your flavour? Sour cream. Yeah, the sour cream and oh. chives is my favourite. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Lugsy, you've got a couple of picks to round out your uh, yeah. your three course. Yeah, it's very hard, sort of, because I've somewhat gone down the slice row already. But 
I'm just going to go it again because you get your, you know, your tea and coffee. Um, Maxie just picks three slices. No, no I think two's fine because, you know, you have your cup of tea and that takes a bit of time. You know? So quite often you've already you've already dipped in your, your first part of it. So you need a second bit just for the rest of that cup of tea. So I'll go to the sort of um, original foods range, the ones that do, you've probably had them in the office, the, they do the goofy slabs, um, sort of your carrot cake. Um, they do those, and they're, they're exceptional. But I'll go to their, their slice range. Um, just get it off tap here. Because the best one's this caramel one. Just exceptional. See if I can get the official name. Um, yeah, sorry. Cookie cookie caramel slice. That'll be my number two for sure. Um, so you've got a bit of slice. You've got your bumper bar, and you're thinking you're a bit healthy there. Um, and then obviously, naturally, you've got to go last, and you've got to get some chippies. Um, so I'll go the Extreme Crunch Sweet Chili from, um, is it Heartlands that do them? Yeah, yeah they're Heartland. just, Great I've show. had some of them tonight at our Hush Evening, they're exceptional. Um, and, you know, I'm probably lacking a wee lolly for landing, but I'm hoping everyone will sneak their own in. Um, That'd and be great, I'm That'd be great eh? Yeah. You're, on, your, on your flight, like, and everyone's ears are fucking popping because they don't have any lollies. <laughs> <laughs> Babies. <laughs> Babies are crying. Gone. Yeah. No, I'm pretty happy with my team. You got your two sweet things up top and then a nice chip to end it. You're not bad. Not bad. Stretching the rules a wee bit. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. What, did you strictly want <laughs> yeah. one of each? I thought we decided you could go rogue. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all right. Um, and I'm just just trying to do some uh, sort of on, on, the, on the pod research here to see if these are a New Zealand-made lolly. Um, or just so I associate them with New Zealand. But I'd just love to get a fruit burst here. Fuck. To end as you're I can't, to land fuck it. me, that's what I was going to go. I can't believe you fucked me. Yeah. See, oh, I... shit. <laughs> we wild berry. Oh, that, 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 that's perfect for a flight as well, eh? Like, perfect yeah, for sucking. Yeah, perfect for that, that last half of the oh, flight. Oh, you guys are breaking a few um... kids' teeth, but okay. <laughs> I didn't realise that. Mate, I've only <laughs> ever I've only ever lost the battle to a green apple tangy fruit, not a fruit burst yet. Oh well. But yeah, so I'll, I'll get I'll get the fruit burst there as the lollies that are handed around at the end. That'll be exceptional. Um, well, you've absolutely screwed me, um, which is great. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what, oh, no, nah, I tell you what, I'll go. I've actually got a wee packet uh, of um, pick and mix, and I'll go. This is pretty rogue for like like for like an, a lolly that you suck on the plane, but I'm gonna go like a crocodile. Um, okay. Like it's not it's not quite a fruit burst because I wanted a fruit burst for that reason, but I think a crocodile. You probably it's probably in your mouth a lot longer than most lollies because um, they're normally quite hard. Well, they should be quite hard. So um, yeah, not not my number one pick, but I think it'll do a job. Um, um, if you guys have gone down the road of um, like one sort of snacky thing, one chip and one lolly, I'm happy to pivot to a lolly and change my last pick if you like. Uh, but you, no, I'll, I'll, no, oh, it's your menu, yeah, mate. It's your, it's, your, it's your menu. You draft it how you play. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just don't just don't go complaining. Just know to you've us. got about seventeen. Yeah, just know you've got about seventeen perforated eardrums. <laughs> well, I, I, then I'll just shout out an honourable mention and maybe um, turn the TikTok camera on me and send this to Air New Zealand because um, I'd love them to hand out uh, hand out some jet planes as you land, 
and maybe have a bit of an Air New Zealand sort of label on it. We bit of branding into the plane. Right. Wouldn't be bad. Yeah, that'd be smart. I don't know why they don't. If you well, with the next year, I think you'll find. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was, I, I was thinking it, and it, I did did my research, and it unfortunately went out of business in '07. Um, but I remember back at sort of school, they they did used to come in the single serve package, which was um, the Cairns fudge. Oh yes, which could have been a really nice little option, uh, cricket related. Yeah. For the uh, for the oh, pod, but yeah, they got a business. Unfortunately, the old Kia's fun well out of business. <laughs> uh, something happened. Uh, something happened. Yeah. Uh, Ran out of capital. I wonder somehow. where that money went. Um, explain <laughs> some of the some of those decision decisions that were made after that. Um, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. <laughs> anything else, boys, want to touch on before we sign off? No, no, that's all from me. If we do see jet planes on that flight next year with a bit of an in New Zealand logo already on the plane, uh, on the lolly, then I don't know. I'd just like to say you hear, heard it here first. Too easy. Too easy. Right, that's us for another week on the Maximum Cricket Podcast. Thanks to Lugsy and Jacko as always. Thanks to Piranha. Most importantly, thanks to our listeners. We'll catch you next week for the Big 50.